Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. We thank God so much for this great blessing. It's a blessing to be with you tonight. And I believe that by the end of this 14-day fast, something supernatural will happen to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I really want to encourage you to be part of this fast. to go to the loo. And guess what came out? A dead rat. Big dead rat. Yeah. Then, came back to pray again. And felt the same sensation again. Went back to the and slow another big dead rat. You get it? People have told me how somebody vomited a finger. Myself, I've seen people vomit cowries. So there's a lot of power at play. 
the reason why you must engage in this fast is because the theme for this fast, Psalm 63, verses 1. Quickly. Verses 1. Psalm 63, verses 1. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul tested for thee, my flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and a testy land where there's no water. Now, he says that I am fasting. I am longing for you. Why am I doing all this? I'm doing all this because of verse 2. Verse 2, he says, To see thy power. He says, Early will I seek thee in 2021. I will look look for you early. I won't wait till somebody dies in my family before I rise up. I won't wait till I lose my job before I rise up. I won't wait till I'm sick before I rise up. But I will rise up early before the enemy's plan for me to get sick comes to pass. I will rise up early before the enemy's plan to kill me comes to pass. Just this evening, I was on the N1. Came home after 30 minutes. Then my, my mom called me and said, I, I just heard that there's been an, a serious accident on the N1. And ambulances are pulling people out of a trucker. And I, I was just there a while ago, which means the angel of death was hovering around, just waiting for an hour after to pull some people. So I won't wait till he strikes, you see, but I will seek you early so that I can see your power. Hallelujah. So that I can see your word, your power. Because as I was telling you, there's power play in this world. Satan has his power. Satan has power. Look, don't joke. Evil power is real. I'm telling you. Evil power is what? Real. You, you, you don't know. If you joke with evil power, you, you don't know what you are joking with. Yeah. People who, who are casual about, oh, this is nice, this is nice. They, they, they pay a big price. You get it. So, what are you going to use to counter the power of Satan? power must meet power. Do you get it? One of the things I found out, I found out in my Christian work that made me super happy was that I could put the enemy on run. Yeah. I always thought that as a Christian, you must sit down when the enemy strikes and wake up and pray. But the Lord said, don't be a defensive Christian. <laughs> A Christian who is always on the defense. You may not live long. Yeah. You go the whole year till you have a bad dream that somebody is dead or you are going to, something bad has happened. That's when you pray. You won't live long. Yeah. You must rise up and be proactive. Do you get it? Now, in the in a in a in a in a principles of war, all right, or principles of warfare, one of the greatest elements that you can use to overcome your enemy uh, is what we call the element of surprise. Taking the enemy unawares. Do you get it? When Satan thinks that 
you are okay, then you strike. So like, as Satan thinks that you want to buy one box of chicken, and like, this new year, you are coming to chill, then suddenly you switch your gear. I bind every demon. Hey! He will be confused. You will put the enemy on a run. I'm telling you. And everything I tell you is practical. Yeah. So I really want to encourage you. Say, power must meet power. When two powers clash, huh? the, the superior power overcomes the inferior power. You get it? Huh. And I believe that as you generate power, you will overcome every wickedness of Satan. Jesus went into the wilderness and he was there for 40 days and for 40 nights. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Luke 4, verses 14, Luke 4, 14, what did he say? He said, and he returned in the power of the Spirit. He returned in what? The power of the Spirit. He returned in the power of the Spirit. So, Charlie, don't sit down and wait for Satan to turn you to vegetable before you pray. You get it. Satan is wicked. I'm telling you. You see, oh, he was not feeling too good. Oh, we took him to the hospital and that was it. God forbid. Oh, he slept, he didn't wake up. You should not sleep and not wake up. It's an error. When you sleep, you must wake up. Anything that says that you will sleep and you will not wake up, I stand in the anointing and I cancel it in Jesus' name. Anything that says that you will have a road accident, I stand in the anointing. Oh, your amen is not loud. I stand in the anointing and I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Anything that says that you will fall sick. Maluti kepele manuli bazata. Kajana pole belele kozipa. Kaluni marakabasaba. Let that thing cease to exist now. Say, I shall not be sick. Say, I shall not be sick. I shall not be sick. Now say, I cannot be sick. I cannot be sick. I cannot be sick. So, fasting is going to generate the power you need to go through 2021. Hallelujah. And the initial power you momentum you build with it matters you get it it matters when i hold a catapult and you hold a catapult do you know that the length of the stretch determines how far it will go so if you put your catapult like here and here and i pull my own and we say release mine will go further than yours so as we are starting the year and you are sleeping huh and eating and drinking and making merry and I am here. I call upon the God of vengeance. Come against anything that will want to take me out.
out in this year. I decree and declare that I shall not die, but I shall live to declare the wondrous works of God Almighty. I decree and declare that I will not die in February. I will not die in March. I will not die in April. I will not die in May. I will not die in June. I am living all the way to December. Look, you think you can pray prayers like this and Satan can have you? No. People don't pray not because they, they don't want to pray, because they don't believe in prayer. Yeah. So I really want to encourage you. Be part of this fast. We are here Monday to Friday praying. Uh, 6.30. So join in. Hallelujah. And when we go for our camp, we will continue. We will do that part of the prayer. Then the camp meeting follows too. Hallelujah. Are you happy? Give a clap offering unto Jesus. So tonight, I just want to share with you something brief. Then we take the communion. Something on Thanksgiving. Are you happy? Are you sure? All right. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Speaking thanks. this fast. I just want us to use this today's opportunity to say thank you to Jesus. Alright? Because even the grace to fast is not a joke. Yeah. Some people say media a bon nine and I mean hope a bon nine I mean didi yeah say you get it. Somebody says about twelve and I mean now me need to bring me. So by you if you can fast to four wow then we must give glory to God. Alright. So tonight I just want to share with you briefly the cost of not giving thanks. The cost of not being thankful. Some of us, we are too, we are expectant for 2021. It's not a bad thing. But the bad thing is that we have not given thanks to God for 2020. Hallelujah. The cost of not giving thanks. A lack of Thanksgiving can turn your glory to shame. Number one. A lack of what? Thanksgiving. So if you are somebody who does not give thanks to God, the little glory you have will be turned to what? To shame. Amen. Malachi 2.1-2 And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. If ye will not hear and if you will not lay to if you will not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will send even a curse, hallelujah. I will send even a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yea, I have cursed them already, because ye do not lay it to heart. So in this scripture, God is cautioning us uh, to lay things to heart. 
Do you know why you must lay things to heart? Because human beings, our minds, they work in a very funny way. We forget a lot. You get it. We forget. And we always rationalize what God does. Do you get it? Like, God gives angelic food. Okay? To people. Imagine you wake up early morning and angels have brought you food. Not this Amaria, save yourself. How can you say Amaria, self yourself? Even the spelling of the distant cry. It shows you if you eat the food, your tummy will run. Self yourself. Amaria, self yourself. Watch it. Now, God gave you angelic food, and you compare the angelic food to garlic or Pharaoh. Yeah. You compare the angelic food that God gave you to the watermelon that Pharaoh is giving you. And say, I, I, I want, what is this thing that God has is, is, is done? I want Pharaoh's watermelon. But you've forgotten Pharaoh's watermelon came with slave masters and taskmasters. So for every watermelon of Pharaoh that you ate, you worked 48 hours in a day. You see, you can't even calculate it. You, you are working twice. But you did not lay it to heart. You did not lay it to heart to appreciate how God could have sent food from heaven so that by the time you wake up in the morning, food is there. Do you know what it means? Scientists have tried to fly into the sky. They've gone out. They can't find heaven. The distance is too far. But God took care of manna. Packaged it. And brought it. And put it in your doorstep. You could not lay it to heart. And you want meat. You see, ungrateful people, they've, they've not finished eating the manna. They say, give us meat. Because of this, he said, I will cast your blessing. Yeah. All the things he did for you in 2020, you've not, you've not. See, he says, count your blessing. Sometimes when I'm driving, I count my blessings. I say, Lord, this one is a blessing. That is a blessing. This is a blessing. And I'm thankful for all these blessings. Count your blessing. Lay it to heart. Don't make it look like, oh, wait, <laughs> Count your blessing. You you say you don't lay when we say lay, to lay something to heart is like to to sit down, think about it, and appreciate it. What what you say? It's something that is on your heart. Like God did this for me. God delivered me. Hey, I could have been dead. God gave me manna. You've not thanked him for manna. You are asking for meat. Say, give us meat. Give us meat. What is this manna that we want? We, we don't even know what it is. They call it, what is this? 
angelic food, food that angels eat. He says, I will curse. Huh? If ye will not lay what I have done to you to heart, if you not count and meditate upon my goodness, if you not look at yourself and say, hey, God has done something for me. Upon all your, your stubbornness and your negligence, God has still dealt with you favorably. If it was tit for tat, you would not be here. Do you get it? Yeah. So, you know, don't be an ungrateful person. Do not be an ungrateful what? Person. Say, Lord, I will lay it to heart. I will lay it to heart. Number two, a lack of thanksgiving can stop your way forward. The only way to keep going forward is to keep thanking God. Listen. If you want to go forward in life, have an attitude that always glorifies Jesus. A lack of what? Thanksgiving can stop your way forward. Luke 17, 17 to 19. And Jesus answering said, where were, where were they not ten cleansed? You see? But where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith had made thee whole. What God gave you, it was just the, the test, the trial. You see, somebody said, I need a job. Pastor, pray for me. Things are not well. Things are not going well. Pastor, please pray for me. Then you pray for the person. February, the person got a job, March. That was the end of the church going. Now, Sunday morning, this same person has the guts to put uh, what golden tulip buffet. Time we bay at golden tulip. God have mercy on you. And you, you have the guts to take the, a picture of that nati nati sausage. Now the dinner may rough. You that you were in church crying with duku. <laughs> when people want God to move, they, they wear duku. If you don't know duku, check your dictionary. A prayer. You've turned into a prayer warrior. Now that God has answered your prayer, you, you are not, you see, you didn't come back to return his glory. But what you did not know was that that job he gave you was just the tester. He said, if you cannot take if you not, cannot handle the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you the, the true riches? So it means that even the money you have that you think you are rich now no, is unrighteous mammon. What would have been true riches was not yet committed to you. God tricked you. That job is just a matter of time. You see, the, the, your demotion will come. And you'll be walking around here again saying, oh, pastor, <laughs> you know, now my boss is this. Yes. 
another one. You think you can fool God? And this time, God will put you on the shelf and put you on hold. You see, as a pastor, I've come to realize that sometimes I don't have to pity people. Because the real intentions in the hearts of people, eh? Somebody, a guy is in church praying for a breakthrough. And all behind his mind, when he breaks through, his, imagine the car he will buy and put his girlfriend in front. <laughs> That is the vision he has for the breakthrough he's praying for. Like he's mad, and guess what? He's mad the kind of girlfriend too. It's like when I have a car, me, I will go, I will go for dark girls, only fair girls, fair type, black unfair, exotic. It's like the man. <laughs> should I tell you this story? This man was sick, and his wife was nursing him. Then he was watching Miss World. Then he turned to his wife and said, Akushia, emume ho tome pa, me wari bruniba. The wife said, you, I'll, I'll give you poison tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen, on a more serious note, only one came back to say, thank you for cleansing me. And guess what? Jesus said, go your way. You are able to go your way when you give thanks. I don't know what happened to the others, but I know God did not tell them, go your way. So definitely, they were not whole. Probably, the leprosy would kick back in after three months. That, that's why people lose their blessings. That's why people, someone starts very well. is in church. Very well. Then suddenly the breakthrough and it's all of a sudden like God has become his enemy. Why? Why? Why should the blessing now become the reason why you go to hell? Why should money? Do you have money? Give me a, a paper. Even one CD. Give me. Who has? Why should paper take you to hell? Let's say this is 100 cities. This is the reason why many people will go to hell. Money, 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 money. Because they love this thing more than God. Work Monday to what? Friday. Rest Saturday. Come and give glory to God Sunday. He said, I don't like. I'll work Monday to Sunday. That is why you die early. Yeah. No place of giving glory to God. Take your money. May money never take you to hell. Yeah. May money never take you to hell. So, ten lepers were healed. One came and said, thank you. Are you the one that has come back? Are you the one that will kneel down tonight and say, Lord, tonight I really want to say, th- I know I've said thank you, but I really want to say thank you again for 2020. I really want to say thank you again for 2020. Lord, I really want to say thank you. Lay it to heart. Just lay it to heart. Think about the times. Oh, Charlie, like by now you've turned into means meat. You see, Satan is wicked, though. 
you don't believe in the power of Satan to destroy people, eh? you are a novice. Yeah. Satan can put a certain sickness on you. Eh? Hey. God forbid, not you. But Satan can put sickness on people. Eh? No, hey, no machine in this world will detect it. But the person is dying. How can somebody say, bullets came out of my breast? Why, why did a bullet pass? How can someone pull two dead rats? One day, a great man of God shared the story. He said, someone told him the story. A lady, a lady and the mother, the mother called her and said, let's say her name is Akusia. If you are Akusia, don't worry. Okay. Akusia, I am coming to give you a warning. Listen to what I'm telling you and do it. Hmm? On Saturday afternoon, around 2 p.m. in the afternoon, two flies will enter your house. Listen. <laughs> they, you see, they, I'm, in this, I'm in this association and they want to kill you. Two flies will come. Listen to me carefully. I am the first one. Don't kill, don't kill the first one. Kill the second one. Say, don't kill the first one. Have you heard? Kill the second one. And she did it. Exactly two. Lo and behold, these flies entered the house. Glass house. Flies are entering. You don't believe these things. <laughs> you don't know. But it's now. Charlie, Thanksgiving is your defense. Oh. I'm telling you, Thanksgiving is your defense. Yeah. Because even when God has healed you, Satan is trying to come back. You get it? When God has done the thing, Satan, why did Lazarus die again after Jesus made him rise from it? Because death was still staring at him. It's a revelation. So, Coming to say thanks for the master to say you are made whole is your defense. Yeah. And if I were you, I'll start saying thank you to Jesus. Number three, a lack of thanksgiving can lead believers to captivity. To what? Captivity. Jeremiah 13, 15 to 17. Hear ye and give ear. Be not proud, for the Lord hath spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he cause darkness and before your feet stumble upon the, upon the dark mountains. And while ye look for light, he turn in, it into the shadow of death and make it gross darkness. But if you will not hear it, my soul shall weep in secret places for your pride. And my eyes shall weep sore. And run down with tears because the Lord's flock is carrying, is carried away captive. Look at this beautiful scripture. Give me amplified. Give glory to the Lord your God before He brings darkness and before your feet stumble. Young guy, you you did not have anything. You got a good job. Now you are the boss. When you wake up, you put on your WhatsApp. Self-made. Self-made. You made yourself now. 
you made yourself. The sad part is when people's mothers and aunties are praying for them and they don't even know. You, many of us, it's our parents' prayers that keep us. Like you by now. I don't even know what has happened. He said, if you don't give glory to God, he will, look, he will bring darkness before your feet. This is we are walking in this darkness. You stumble, you fall. Before you realize you've fallen into some cancer. Yeah. How do you explain this? Even the doctors, they don't know how the thing happened. I don't know. Because your life is bereft of thanksgiving. Is the, no, there's, no, there's no God element. Your Monday, you go to work. When you are going to work, you are playing secular music. No prayer, nothing. Tuesday, you are going to work. Secular music, no prayer, nothing. Uh, maybe Thursday, you fornicate on top. Friday, the same thing. Saturday, you wake up. John, 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 John. You go and buy a Come and eat, sleep. You watch movies, ungodly movies. Maybe you watch pornography. Watch pornography. Huh? Then evening time. Huh? You go and play football. You, you don't know that football you are playing, your leg can break and you never make it in life again. So, Charlie, let's give glory to God. Find a, a place and say, Lord, I recognize that my health, my health, like the reason why I'm not sick, I recognize that it is you. Thank you. I recognize that my finances, you are the reason why I'm, I'm always up to it. Thank you. Start talk to God and tell him, Lord, I give you glory for my life. Oh! Just open your mouth and say, God, thank you too. It's a, it's a big it's a big deal. Thank you, God. And mean it. Oh. Oh. I'll bring darkness. This is the, the consequence of not what? Giving thanks. So I'll bring darkness. Huh? Darkness upon your feet. You see, while you are looking for light. And while you are looking for light. <laughs> it will turn you into the shadow of death. You will fall into the shadow of death. While you are as which means you see, if you if you don't do the first things first, you not have the opportunity to do it again. You get it. Yeah. Like the people when Jesus said, Ah, I, I healed ten people. Where where are the nine? Those nine, they've missed their chance. So that's what it means here. He says, while you, so just in case you realize that, hey, I've, I've made a fool out of myself. Let me figure my way out. He says, before you say, Jack, while you are looking for light, he turns it into the shadow of death. So it's like, whilst you are trying to get light, say, oh, let me look for the nearest pastor to pray for me. And then we hear your obituary. Mercy. So, thanksgiving is a very important thing. Look at where you are coming from. Five years ago, what to eat, it was even a problem for you. Huh? Five years ago, three years ago, yesterday I was sitting with Pastor Sean. I said, hey, God has been good to me. Because, Charlie, three years ago, my life was something. Yeah. But three years down the line, I'm a different person. I owe my gratitude to Almighty Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
You don't know how to say thank you to Jesus. You don't know how to say thank you to Jesus. And that's the reason why he too, he will be angry at you. Hallelujah. So, you don't want to fall into bondage. You don't want to fall into captivity. Give thanks to God. You've not been to the hospital. Some people, when, you, when they die, they realize that Charlie, their liver was spot long ago, but they were still alive. And still, you are still alive. You won't give glory to God. Yeah. Some people realize they had only one kidney functioning, but they lived to like 70, 80. Charlie, let's be thankful to God. Let us be what? Thankful to Jesus. You are not going to see any new thing in 2021 until you've gone back to what God has done for you. In fact, when you go, go and name them. Lord, thank you for my family. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my finances. Thank you for what? everything. And, and even the small, small things that you think is nothing, still thank him for it. Because in all things, give thanks. Big, small, give thanks. Small things can kill people, or you don't know. People choked on small fish bone and they died. Somebody just slipped a gutter and uh, fell and died. Huh? So be thankful. Hallelujah. I enjoy my preaching. Hmm. Number four. A lack of thanksgiving destroys just as pride does. Your inability. So, unthankfulness is another, is a form of pride. Do you get it? Unthankfulness. Some people think, oh, it's nothing, you know, I've just not had time to, but it's pride. It's pride. You, you, you look too educated to even talk to your friends about God. It's like anything Christianity it makes you your outlook looks like your mind doesn't work well. Have you noticed that thing? Like when you're a Christian, it's like people make you feel like, oh, why do you you know this why do you want to take this fictional thing and you are, they have a way they say they say you don't have a broad outlook. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It's like Christians are one mind, one way minded. Like have a broader outlook on life. What is all this religious and spiritual? You you don't know. You are I don't want to say what you are. Just because you have a degree. Huh? I don't want to mention some course. Maybe you are ask somebody watching, you say, Hey, Pastor, but that is my course. <laughs> a degree is some course be a type of course. And you let us have peace. You say what? We need a broad outlook. You must consider philosophy. You must consider this. Thank you. you, you you've taken God, consider nature. <laughs> even, you, even when you, uh, you finished SSC, you did prayer and fasting before you got admission. You think we've forgotten. Now, you say that God is not, no, you know, now I can civilization and you, know, you say all oh, these now. <laughs> God have mercy on you. You fasted and prayed to go to Abroche. 
When you go to Abrochia and you see the, you saw the train and the glass, you say, Oh, there's no God. There's no God. When you were in the plane, the plane was you said Jesus. Now there's no stay there. Don't ever sit in the plane and come back. God will crush you before you get down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Psalm 28 verse 5. We are wrapping up. Look at it. Look at it. He says, Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operations of the hands, of his hands, he will break them down and not rebuild them. Yeah. Anything you do, okay, that you take God's glory out. Huh? God has left that thing. He's not in it again. Yeah. Anything. You get it. Whatever you start with God, if you take him out, you from that day that you took the glory of God out, you are on your own. And he will never come back in it. I believe <laughs> You see somebody who starts a business, small business, and be like going to church praying, then this business will be going, going, going. Then the person will be getting money. Then as the person starts getting the money, then the thing will get into their head. Then suddenly the focus of the success of the business turns from what used to be an invisible influence that was coming to now some sort of a principled application and whatever. It means God has been decapacitated. God has been taken out. That is it. That is the day the glory departed from the business. And that is the day you will never ever see a certain type of increase. Tonight, my simple message to you, watching, and to you in church, is that be thankful to Jesus. Be thankful. Be thankful. Lay things to heart. Take a pen. Take a paper. Write. I'm thankful to God for my salvation. If I was not saved, I would be headed for hell. I'm thankful to God for making me a minister of the gospel. What else could I have used my life for? What are you thankful to God for? One day I was talking to prophet. And I said, what are you thankful to? Give me three things you are thankful to God for. And he mentioned them. I said, it's good. It's good. One day I met a man. The man who preached and I got born again. Then the Lord said, do you know if this man did not preach, you would not be born again? You have to be thankful for men. Be thankful for your pastor. If you did not have the type of pastor, you would not be this type of Christian. Yeah. There are two types of pastors. One pastor, you come with headache. He says, kneel down, let me pray for you. He puts his hand on you and rebukes the headache. And it goes. Another will say, Sit down. There are two types of pastors. 
One is book pastor, one is spirit pastor. If you fall into the hands of this book pastor, type of pastor is a pastor when I sleep I have dreams. Things are chasing me. He says, he holds you. He says, look into my eyes. Say, you fast me. Come out of here in Jesus name. Then you you be manifest and the thing will come out. Another one will say, oh, then you need to see a psychologist. Huh? Then he will give you a note. Go to 37 military and see the psychologist. It all deep. So you have to be thankful for even the pastor you have. Yeah. Lift your hands wherever you are. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christlove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.